You are now tuned in to the real Coach JB Slapdick Podcast. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. What up? What up? Real Coach JB here, man. Another Slap Dick Podcast on this fine Tuesday, February 9th. 2021, year moving right along already. Um, quarter of the day, man. Get you guys going. If it if it matters to you, you'll find a way. Real fucking simple, man. There ain't really even no arguing it. Really, it's if you if you if it matters to you, you'll find a fucking way real quick, or you won't. And it's the do's and the don'ts and the don'ts. That's really what it comes down to. It's the has and the has nots. And motherfuckers, you either go out there and fucking get it done because it matters, or you just sit there and fucking bitch and moan and cry about everyone else that has shit because you don't. Real quick, simple, man. Results-oriented life we live. Sooner people realize that shit, the better off we'll be, I believe. But it is what it is, man. Hey, I can fucking lead you to water. I can't make you drink it. Super Bowl's here and gone. Another NBA season's moving right along. They're talking about an all-star game. Hey, shit just keeps going and going, man. Shit don't stop for nobody. Title of this show is, the title of this show is, first of all, it's brought to you by Bet Online. I'll get into that. But title of the show is who, who we know, not what we know. That's what this life is. It's all about who we know, not what we know just so everybody's clear out there that is literally what this fucking life is based on 99% of the people out there that are successful it's because they know somebody they don't know shit they know somebody and I'm gonna get into some crucial ones and we can even argue it's nepotism but we're gonna get into it um, here in a minute, the show is brought to you by Bet Online. It's a uh, hey man, Tampa. I picked the money line straight up. Hey, I won me a little little cheddar. Wasn't really much. I mean, fuck, it was only minus three. I tried to bet a bunch of second half fucking things because of the game, but that shit wasn't gonna work. Uh, football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and NHL are in full swing, and the only place you should be betting on sports is on betonline.ag. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. BetOnline has hundreds of props with real-time odds on almost everything you can imagine. And, of course, the 24-hour casino online never closes. Go play some blackjack, man. I always hit that up. Head to our website. Use the mobile device to sign up today. And receive 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. So go check it out. And um, I'm telling you, you won't be disappointed. Um, anyway. Super Bowl came and gone. You know, probably 99% of you picked the Chiefs. Um, told you guys. If it was amongst us, I'd bet the Chiefs, but on the money, I took the Bucks, and 
Not that I would never bet against Tom Brady like a lot of people say. I bet against Tom Brady when the Giants beat him when they were 18 and 0. I won 25 grand. So I have bet against him. It's not I wouldn't bet against him. It's all about the matchup and the team and the momentum. I think Tampa had the momentum. Eight game win streak. One on they were road warriors. Got to play in the comfort comfort of their own beds at home. And the Chiefs had to deal with snow, snowy, cold weather practices for two weeks. Andy Reid's son doing more fuckboy shit and all that drama. And I just do. I thought the odds were too insurmountable to to, to overcome to get that game uh, won. So, so the title of the show it's, it's it's about who we know, not what we know, and uh, I want to get into this goat discussion because the goat is Stogie, my fucking dog, obviously. Callie, my female pit bull, she's an American pit. Stogie's a bully XL, obviously. So she's pregnant. She's due any day. She's got at least fit, 10, 10, 11 puppies in her. Um, so I'll be, I'll be marketing those. And if you want one of Stogie's world famous pups, let me know. DM me, email me, coachjb12 at gmail.com. Or hit me up, the real coach underscore JB on all my social media platform. So I want to give a shout out to Marty Schottenheimer. Rest in peace. Passed away today at 77 years old. Great coach. I know a few guys that played for him. Um, I've had a little interaction with him years ago. People say he's an asshole, stickler for the rules, disciplinarian. Hey, won a lot of fucking football games. Hall of Famer. And uh, another another great one's gone. Hey, man, I told you, 2021 is going to be a ripple effect of 2020. And the bottom line is you got to keep fighting through it. All gas, no brakes. But uh, Rip Marty Schottenheimer um, had great runs in Cleveland. Could have won a couple Super Bowls if it wasn't for a guy named John Elway, right? So, but my the GOAT discussion, man, I just want to sit down here and talk to you guys. The GOAT discussion is just, blows my mind. The Super Bowl this year, just so everybody's clear, during a pandemic, was the second highest viewed Super Bowl of all time behind the 15 Seahawks game. So just so everybody's clear, they still had 97 million views. 115 million is the best, the biggest, and that was Seahawks, uh, Patriots. So they didn't do bad during a pandemic. Everybody else is still saying the views are down. You know, hey. Fucking everybody's at home. We should be up. I thought it'd be over two hundred million myself. But we're so quick to judge the goat talk. I mean, it's t- you can't. I'm tired of hearing it. Like it's it's not. You can't really compare eras. You can compare eras regarding rules, rule changes, those things. That's why I say, you know, NBA, there was no zone defense back in the day. You had to play man only, right? It was illegal defense, three in the key. That shit's gone. That shit's changed, right? So the game has changed. I don't believe 
I believe physically gifted LeBron James could have played back in the day because of his physical uh, athleticism. I don't believe mentally and skill set wise he could have played and been LeBron James that he is today. Everybody says, fuck, no, you're wrong. I only believe Kobe could have played then in the Jordan Magic Bird eras. Because of not only because he's a way better shooter, he had ice in his veins. I believe Kobe was the assassin. I don't believe LeBron has that in him. LeBron makes everyone great. LeBron's a freak of nature. LeBron is is in the top five of all time, probably. Um, I still think it's different eras. LeBron James can't make free throws, fellas. LeBron James can't shoot jumpers, not consistently. He wasn't a shooter. So LeBron James is just an all-around great, you know, hooper that can get guys involved, and he can he can score at will if he wants, but it's at the rack. It's not shooting. LeBron James would have drove to the rack on Dennis Rodman, Mahorn, Lambeer, Mikhail Parrish, Ed Pickney's of the world back in the day. He would have been obliterated, and he would have to be on the free throw line. And just so everybody's clear, flagrant ones and twos were common motherfucking fouls when I grew up. (laughs) Hitting the quarterback in the chest was a normal football play. Pick him up, dust him off, let's keep playing. It wasn't a fine. It wasn't an ejection. It wasn't a 15-yard penalty. That's why I say you can't really compare to eras, but you can you can say players are more athletically gifted now than they were. I agree. Athletically, people are better. Mentally, softer than shit. <laughs> so it's an offset, and it's a. I believe it equals out the playing field, but the rules are so different now. It is hard to compare this stuff. My point is, man. Long story short. Max Kellermans, Ryan Clarks, ESPN analysts, all these fucking people, Adam Schefter, Dan fucking Orlowski, slapdick ass. They have been anointing Mahomes the GOAT for two years. This was Mahomes' third year actually playing. I just find it unbelievably ignorant. And it blows my mind. To anoint dudes as the greatest thing since sliced bread. When your resume is on page one of the building experience portion. Your experience has two fucking pages. One year you lost. One year you won. And now your third year you're supposed to win and lost. But two years ago, you've already been anointed the greatest quarterback to ever walk the fucking earth. Blows my mind. So you skipped Dan Marino, Joe Montana, John Elway, Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, Troy Aikman, Roger Starbuck, Peyton Manning, Eli Manning, Ben Roethlisberger, Terry Bradshaw, Joe Namath, Joe Theismann, Dan Fouts. I can probably go on and on and on 
who I say to in 2021 are all above Patrick Mahomes. Well, no, because they can't do what he did. Number one, I just told you you can't compare errors. Number one, Patrick Mahomes running around and doing all the shit he used to do, he would have been smacked the fuck out of, and there wouldn't have been no penalty, and cats wouldn't have been scared to hit him. Number one, all that shit would have ceased. Number two, he's won one Super Bowl and lost one, and he's lost two games in the playoffs in his three-year career. Both of them to Tom Brady. Tom Brady's 43 years old. About to be 44. You've lost two playoff games, both to a 43-year-old dude. 41 years old at one time, 43 in the second time. But you're the greatest ever. And your resume is on page one. This shit blows my mind how we anoint these dudes so fucking quickly. Because how quickly people forget and how it's all about what have you done for me lately. As we all know, that's what this life is about. Results-oriented fucking life we live. If Patrick Mahomes, God forbid, got hurt tomorrow. Or let's say he don't recover from turf toe surgery tomorrow. And he's never the same. You guys will fucking shit on that dude so fast. He'll he'll never be the same. And he's just an average Joe and da-da-da. You fucking hypocrites are so fucking comical. That's why I don't watch ESPN like that. Those guys, to anoint this motherfucking young kid as the best ever already because he runs around and fucking don't look and throws jump passes and sidearms footballs is already the greatest ever. Is unbelievable, man. It's truly unbelievable. I, I don't get it. But so quick to judge, man. He's in his first fucking page of his resume and he's the greatest ever. <laughs> Just so everybody's clear out there. I want to make sure everyone is clear. If Jimmy Johnson don't leave Dallas Cowboys, Troy Aikman wins five or six Super Bowls, just so everybody's clear. So, but we don't talk about that shit. And as quick as we talk about Patrick Mahomes, as quick as we'll forget him, too, if he gets hurt and fucking doesn't recover from this. But what do I know? Bruce Arian, I, I, I mean... Mahomes was schemed, just so we're clear. Well, Coach Andy Reid's son had a big bearing on the game. Well, first of all, the game plan was been in. That shit happened on Friday. The game plan's been in. It wasn't anything about that. It's clearly proved to you guys who calls the offense now. I hope everybody's clear about who calls the fucking Kansas City Chief offense. It's Andy Reid. Because if it was Eric B. Enemy and it was solely his offense, like some of you dumb fucks out there think, why was it such a horrible fucking game plan? Why was the game so fucking shit poorly called? Other than a couple pass plays that Mahomes threw that were dropped, 
which were improvised throws. They weren't sit back on three-step, deliver the football on time throws, by the way. It was fucking Patrick Mahomes improvising and making throws on the run outside the pocket, which isn't based on offense, just so we're clear. Coaches don't like that type of offense. It doesn't look good for the coach. It proves to you more and more, further proving my point, that coaching's overrated, players win games, coaches lose them, and those two or three caught balls should have been caught for touchdowns, just so everybody's clear out there. And this is a different football game, is it not? So now you're a 31-23 game, even a 31-30 game, possibly, and it's a different game. But if you watch actual from quarterback center exchange to his pre-snap and his post-snap decisions, the offense was stymied. It was stifled. There was no run element. The pass protection was breaking down, obviously, because of the two tackles. We get all that shit, right? That's football, fellas, just so everybody's clear. Don't don't try to fucking give me the excuse of the two tackles and fucking the referees lost the game. Shut the fuck up. They had 50 fucking pressures on this dude, okay? The refs had nothing to do with that. So the bottom line is... You can drop footballs, part of the game, by the way. But did you see how the offense was literally developed from pre-snap to post-snap and how fucking effective it was? It was horrible. Bowles had them dialed in. It was schematically sound, and they had an answer for everything. And I knew they were going to take Tyreek Hill out the game from what he did to him the game first game of the year when they played. And I knew Travis Kelsey would have five to ten catches for big yards. All that happened. But the bottom line is, if the enemy was the play caller, like everyone out there fucking thinks, I think the game would have been a lot better off, right? But it shows you Andy Reid calls the offense like he always has. And he clearly had clouded fucking vision. And he clearly was probably had some things on his mind. And he's clearly fucking probably stressed out. And the game plan can be in all at once for two weeks. You still have to call down and distance plays, fellas. You still got to have a fucking second and short call. You still got to have a second and medium call. You still got to have your third and shorts and third and long calls. And those calls were dialed in by Bowles in Tampa Bay. And it clearly was fucking... It seemed to me... After I've been an Andy Reid guy my whole life, he's a California native. I've known what he's done and who he is for shit since his San Francisco State days. Let me tell you, from a coach's perspective watching that football game, it seemed like Andy Reid was calling football plays to get the fuck out of there. To get home, to figure out his son and this kid that's dying and a whole bunch of other shit. You understand Andy Reid's had an issue with kids, right? He has some bad luck with his kids. Sad as it is, man. So, probably a lot bearing on that dude. But watching that game seemed like Andy Reid was calling players to get the fuck out of there. And it's sad. 
but I just, it just looks like what it is. Bruce Arians, kudos to him. He's got three black coordinators, two women. He's mentoring teachers and molding them um, along with two women, like I said. Kudos to him. Great job. He's a trendsetter. Jim, John uh, Harbaugh for the Ravens joins the party. They hire four black assistants uh, yesterday, I believe. Uh, Mike Tomlin hires one of my good friends, Adrian Clem, as the O-line coach for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Shout out, Adrian. <sighs> Shout out to, to everybody out there that are hiring qualified, great, Young black coaches. The title of this show, it's who you know, not what you know. Okay. The league is 70% black, 28% white, 2% other, probably 1% Polynesian. The other percent is probably Hispanic and some type of Asian mixture. Uh, Indian descent, something like that, right? Native Indian. Um, But yet less than 20% of the league is black coached. Now there's 29 assistant, 29% assistant, uh, black assistant coaches in the NFL. Okay. I've looked up a lot of these rosters. Okay. There's a lot of rosters out there with black linebacker coaches. And. There's a lot of rosters out there with white linebacker coaches, okay? So we're clear. So you just follow along here. It's who you know, not what you know, if you get where I'm going with this. Andy Reid's son coaches linebackers for the Kansas City Chiefs. He's had multiple gun charges, drug charges, drunk driving charges. He just was drinking at the wheel again and hit a fucking car with a couple kids in it. I'd have a serious problem with them with Andy Reid and his son, if he hit my daughter in my car, uh, anyone's car, and my daughter's in it, we're going to have a major fucking problem. Because this motherfucker's done it before. It's no longer an accident. It's who he is. We are who we are, not what we say we are. Let's make sure we're clear with that. This motherfucker's a fucking shitbird. How many motherfuckers would have a job? Who we know if they fucking did any of the things that are on his resume or on his background or on his motherfucking fingerprints when he takes a fucking background check. How many motherfuckers would get a new job after any of those things which went down at his previous fucking jobs? It's who you know. It ain't what you know. I'm looking through the NFL fucking coaching staffs, and I see at least 30 fucking more qualified linebacker coaches, black and white, that are better than Andy Reid's son. And are more qualified than Andy Reid's son. My point is, we all make mistakes, we all fuck up. But a mistake... Repeated over and over is called a habit. And it's called a decision. Mistakes that you continue to make are decisions. Let's make sure we're clear here. 
They're not mistakes anymore. You're a fuck up. You're a shit bird. And you shouldn't be driving on any fucking buddy street. And you want to talk Rooney rule and all this shit NFL and, 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 and Roger Goodell. You need to look into fucking nepotism laws and rules like most of the country uses and look into that. Not only are you taking qualified dudes away from jobs. You got dudes that are out here fucking killing dudes that are working because their daddy's the head coach of some other place. When you got dudes qualified sitting around not doing shit that are more qualified who probably ain't going to kill a kid drunken driver, drinking and driving. Just saying. Just JB's take. You got guys like fucking... Frisco's linebacker coach has 22 years of experience. <laughs> like, he's been around forever. So has the, the Seattle Seahawks, and so has the Steelers, and uh, Denzel Martin. There's all kinds of dudes. But Andy Reid's not the only one. I'm not knocking Andy Reid. I love Andy Reid, you know. And, and, you know, if you're a dad, you want to coach with your kids. You want your kids coaching with you. But my further proving is who you know it ain't what you know. His son ain't qualified beyond this fucking room. I I would get on the board with his son any fucking day in the week if you want to talk linebackers and let's get down. And I'm not qualified to coach linebackers in the NFL. <laughs> I'm just telling you. But Andy Reid ain't the only fucking one. It's who you know it ain't what you know. Bill Belichick's whole fucking defense is his son's. Steve Belichick's the outside linebacker coach. And the safeties coach is Brian Belichick. So, it ain't just Andy Reid. I mean, it, it is what it is. And if you go around the NFL, look at the last names of a lot of these assistant coaches. A lot of Lombardis out there. There's a lot of fucking Belichicks. There's a lot of fucking Reeds. And there's a lot of fucking people out there. The Fishes and the fucking McDaniels. And there's a lot of family members that are sprinkled around this fucking business. Shanahan's, Schottenheimer's. I'm just telling you. There's a lot of them out there, okay? It's nepotism at its fullest. I don't really give a fuck. I mean, it is what it is. But fuck, dude. Once you start doing... Once you start having people dying multiple times, it's starting to become a decision. It's not a mistake anymore. And we got problems, Houston. And, you know... <laughs> I mean, it's a sad deal. And I'm not just advocating for brothers to get jobs it's all it's a it's it's 90 percent of the fucking coaches in the nfl and this dude is taking up one of them Belichick has two Belichick might be their kids might be coached to fuck up by their daddy right but i guarantee you there's a lot of more there's a lot better safety and outside linebacker coaches than Belichick's kids out there 
I find it hard pressed at Hightower, the best player on on, on New England who who opted out this year, really fucking tunes in to Steve Bilicek. I find that hard pressed. What do I know? I really fucking find it hard that the Chiefs fucking outside linebackers and backers really are listening to Andy Reid's son a lot and really being like, fuck, coach, you just taught me a fucking the greatest technique I've ever learned in my life. I doubt that's happening. That's why the motherfucker's drinking and driving because he don't really do a lot. <laughs> that makes sense. What do I know, man? Not that I've been there or nothing. Um, it's who you know, not what you know. Sad fucking story, man. That's the truth. There's guys with 25 fucking years of experience coaching backers in the NFL and can't get a job. And this motherfucker is coaching and killing motherfuckers or damn near killing them. Sad, man. It's sad. It continues to happen. And we, it's all over. It's in college. It's in the NFL. I mean, it is what it is. It's in the NBA. It's in Major League Baseball. Just quit slapping us in the face and telling us it's because Eric Bieniemy can't interview. No, you just don't understand what he's saying. Because he ain't speaking your fucking language. Mr. Beverly Hills, Mr. fucking Hamptons, Mr. fucking Bradenton, Florida guys. We don't speak your language don't mean we don't know how to interview. If you were an outside the box thinker and fucking open your eyes and shut your mouth and fucking stop being so fucking egotistical, you'd probably realize this motherfucker interviewing that I don't understand probably relates to every fucking player on the team and in the program and in in the organization or within the university or whatever it may be, but you don't. Because you need a cat to talk like you and walk like you. But in theory, in reality, 99% of your fucking players Don't walk like you. Don't talk like you. They're playing the game to get like you. They'll never be you. So stop fucking thinking and expecting it. You presidents and fucking owners and GMs and ADs all rehire the same motherfucker. Somebody your agent knows that you know that you this, this, and this. But you got three black head coaches in the NFL. Less than you had when the fucking Rooney Rule started. You got less than the fucking Division One. And you got coaches that are more qualified. But yet are being fucking pushed to the wayside for their own kids. Who couldn't coach out of a paper fucking bag. Who are out here fucking doing criminal acts. And you get, you don't even hear anything about it after the fact. That shit was me or you or anyone else fucking, we'd be in jail right now, one, without bail. Number two, we wouldn't be coaching in a fucking Super Bowl. Number three, we'd fucking have a lot more fucking issues coming down the pipe. 
and we probably wouldn't be able to get a job again. But yet, people say it ain't what you know, it's who you know. No shit. <laughs> no shit. Sad, 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 man. I don't know. That's just my take on this thing, man. It's a fucked up deal. But is what it is. Truth hurts. And guys got to keep pushing, man. What are you going to do? You going to tuck your tail, put your head between your legs, and kiss your ass goodbye? Or are you going to keep fighting? All gas, no brakes. Keep turning over rocks. And, hey, one of these rocks might be a gold nugget. Hey, man, I appreciate you guys listening in. Uh, it ain't who you know. It's, it's what you know, brother. And uh, it's just so far from the truth. <laughs> we all know by now that this is fucking who you know, not what you know. Hey, man, I appreciate you guys. The Real Coach JB. Peace. Hope this ain't my last chance. This the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Better fight a guy, man. I'm just telling you. Codes, I don't want to fucking hear your mouth. I'm tired of hearing guys talk back, man.